Welcome to the Divine Union Podcast, a place that will invite you to connect to life in all the ways, inner union with self, sacred union in relationship, and oneness with the cosmos. An invitation to expand your edges so you can live this life fully with all of your being. I'm your host, Nicola Navone. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to the Divine Union Podcast. Today, I am piggybacking off of a mini training I did because it was such a potent topic, and the folks that joined loved it so much that I wanted to do a podcast episode on it in more depth on this topic. And we are talking about how to use humor to initiate conflict. Now, why am I speaking about this today? I'm speaking about this today because I teach a lot on passion and intimacy. And conflict is an essential part of that. And if you can't work through conflict as a couple you're going to have a hard time deepening an intimacy and you're going to lose the passion because if every time arguments are super contentious, super heated, you, or you don't even know how to have an argument or you're holding things in, right? You're going to build up resentment. You're going to build up frustration. And then on the other side, when they're super heated, it's not fun, right? It loses, the relationship loses its light, loses its aliveness. Everything feels so serious and heavy. And so humor is a really, really potent, potent tool to leverage when you know how to leverage it, when it's embodied and you're not, because you can't act when you're using humor. It needs to be embodied. What I mean by that is it needs to be like wired in your system as a response mechanism, as a way of being, as a way of thinking in how you navigate conflict. Because if you don't, then it's just going to be inauthentic you know, or you'll feel angry inside. And I'll speak on this again uh, later in the episode. But so humor is a really, really powerful, powerful tool to uh, illuminate topics, draw attention to topics that create openings for conflict. Because you see, you can't always use humor, right? I'm not saying you need to just always be funny or playful or silly, right? That's not realistic. But the openings is the key. It makes an opening where it loosens the defenses for both parties to be able to dive into a heavier, headier topic. And that's why it's really powerful. So there are three ways that you can think about using humor. Three ways that I like to play with. One being leveraging archetypal energies. The second way is using theatrics, performance theatrics. And the third way is on-the-spot humor. And I will dive into each of these topics here. So archetypal energies 
An archetype is like a theme or a motif from literature or from culture. So there are certain, you know, according to Carl Jung, right, in his work, uh, there were there are certain universal archetypes, things that transcend cultures, right? You think about the artist or the lover or the rebel, right, or the old wise man or old wise woman, the mother archetypes, right? These are archetypes that are in many different cultures, in their different stories, in their different myths that they pass down from generation to generation. There are also archetypes that are specific to specific cultures. You can also think of archetypes as energies that you want to tune into. So an energy can be the seductress energy, the naughty girl energy, right? The warrior energy. The wild woman energy. The damsel in distress. That's an archetype. Archetype. So a way that you can connect to an archetype in conflict. I will give you an example. And then obviously you have to apply these examples to your own life. You're going to have to simmer on them, think about them, find ways to uh, embody them, do deep work to embody different energies in your way of being. But so let's say your partner, let's say you had a conflict and your partner is disconnected from you. And maybe he is, I'll I'll say maybe he's the one that's like feeling closed, right? And not wanting to re-engage, not wanting to reconnect, being short. And maybe that's really hurting you. Maybe you deeply desire to reconnect with him but you feel you have a sense that like doing it in a serious way or through words isn't going to land in the right way or isn't going to like loosen his defenses. A way you can channel an archetype would be, okay, so you feel into what are you feeling at the moment? So are you feeling deep grief and deep despair? Are you feeling deep yearning to connect? Are you feeling deep anger or maybe even jealousy pending the situation, right? So you take that emotion and then you want to personify it in a way, create a scene around it. So I'll use the example of maybe you're in deep despair or you're feeling this deep yearning to reconnect. A way that you can channel an archetype, if you want to channel maybe like the damsel in distress, you are in absolute distress without your partner. You deeply desire to reconnect for him to lean back in. It can even be as simple as like, okay, you put on your most like froofy clothing, you know, like a big fluffy skirt and maybe a pastel color top. And maybe you got your pink lipstick and your big hoop earrings. And maybe he comes in and you like pretend to faint and you're like rolling all over the floor and you're like, baby, I miss you so much. I miss your smile. I need, I miss your touch, right? Like using that archetype to, you know, I don't know what, what I would do without you. I don't know what I'm doing without you, you know, channeling that archetype to break the tension And to create an opening 
for either a conversation or a response, right? The response might lead to a conversation and it might just even blow over from that. Like it might just be like, oh, baby, I'm so sorry, or I miss you so much. Or at the very least, your partner's going to laugh. And what it will do is it will shift the energy. Humor, I'm going on a bit of a tangent for a second. Humor isn't just for, oh, I'm going to get my partner to lean back in. No, it's to shift the energy. It's to shift your own energy, to shift your partner's energy. It keeps it so your energy stays high vibe. You can be playful. You can be silly. Things don't have to feel so heavy. Conflict doesn't have to feel so heavy. Conflict doesn't have to wound you so deeply. This is why I love this medium. This is why I teach on this medium in my one-on-one work because learning how to embody it, learning how to feel it, but obviously you have to do deep work to build up self-confidence around self. But when you do, and you can just be silly and playful, like, ooh, the world is fun. Life is fun. And so at the very least, coming back to that, that's going to invite an opening for your partner to engage or re-engage, reconnect. I guarantee you it's going to lighten the mood and it's going to be positive impact for the relationship. I'm going to go to number two, give a quick little example here. So that's archetypes, right? Now you can channel that in many different ways. You can... Uh, tune into darker archetypes. You can tune into, yeah, naughty archetypes, right? Pending the mood, pending the vibe, pending the situation. It has to feel real, right? It's like, can I go there? That's why you need to take time and reflect. You need to feel into it. Does it feel true? Do I have a part of me that's like a dominatrix? That's seductress. That's a wild woman, a wild man, a warrior. And how can I play it? So number two, this is similar to archetypes, performance theatrics most definitely incorporates archetypes, but I'll give another example that doesn't have to be archetypal specific. Let's say your partner is mocking you in some aspects of you that he doesn't like. So maybe he mocks you in how you are emotional when you're angry, or maybe he mocks you in how you express your jealousy. So if you want to do theatrics around that, it could even be something like how what my mind goes to is, and I've got a bit of that darker energy, that like dominatrix energy. So for me, I think of, okay, you want to have your cake and eat it too, right? So maybe he gets home the next day. Because remember, you don't do these things instantly. It takes time to reflect. It's healing in doing the act. He gets home the next day. Maybe you bake him a big-ass slice of cake. And maybe he comes home and it's like, hey, baby, I made you a cake. Because I know you want to have your cake and eat it too. And so I'm not going to leave until you finish every bite. And maybe inside the cake are little kind of like fortunes, like little notes that's like, yeah, I know you love me and my jealousy, even though you bitch at me about it. Yeah, I know you love me when I'm mad because you're still here. I love you too. Right? And that sends, subtly, sends a message. It's very clear, oh, I don't like when you make these comments about me, right? 
I know you still love me despite it. And it creates a space for your partner to acknowledge what's happening, acknowledge like the thing that you don't love. Or it invites space for a conversation. Or you let it, you let it, yeah, you see what happens. You see how it plays out. But doing, using these different tools are powerful because what it does is it doesn't affect your own energy. You are sending a message and you're doing it in a subtle way. And remember, this is not you always have to use humor, but these are powerful tools and a very powerful medium if you don't want to always communicate with the words because communication is so much more than words. And when we can find other ways to communicate our needs to our partner, our desires, our triggers, that's when we have the real kind of deep connection, like the soul connection. That's where it gives space to loosen the defenses where the other can really start to open their hearts because they feel us deeply. Like if they feel you in your sadness and your grief, maybe you express through a poem devoting your heart and soul and everything that's inside to your partner and sharing your inner world. Through art, it is so incredible what can happen in relationships. I've seen it. I've seen it in my clients' relationships. I've seen it in my clients' results of how they show up and how they feel about themselves when things happen that they don't love in their relationships. Number three, on-the-spot humor. Now, this is one that it's on the spot, right? This one doesn't take reflection. This one needs to be, of course, like I said, when you wire all this stuff in the body, when you shift your way of being on a deep level, because it's not just like, oh yeah, I'm going to try to use these tools, right? You need to feel it. You need to own it. You need to believe it. That takes deep work to work on self-love, to build self up, to work with your masculine and feminine energies, to be able to access these parts. But on the spot humor, that is, let's say, for example, your partner takes a shower and uh, your partner, I use the opposite now. Maybe your woman takes a shower and maybe she's like messy as hell in the bathroom. Maybe there's water all over the freaking floor and you hate it. Maybe it annoys the shit out of you. Maybe you're a little bit OCD like I can be. And uh, to do on the spot humor, you have to go to like, what's the most dramatic thing that's happening? Now, how do I dramatize this to the max? For me, what comes up, if I see water all over the freaking floor, right? My mind goes to, hmm, is there a cyclone happening? Am I out at sea and the ship is about to sink? Right? Like that's the most dramatic. And so that can be something like that, right? You come out to your out of the bathroom and you say to your partner, Holy shit, there's a cyclone in there and the ship is about to hook, line, and sink. What's happening in there? Now, that's powerful because that is making it clear that there's a freaking mess in the bathroom. And it's very different approach than you mothering or fathering your partner, right? I don't like that you make a mess in the bathroom and why why don't you clean up and blah, blah, blah. But it gets it across. And it's funny, right? And it lightens the mood for both. And it makes your partner want to lean in and be like, oh, shit. 
Oh shit, that's my bad. I'm so sorry. I'm messy as hell. I have the longest hair. I will try to be better next time. Right? Good job. Good girl. Good boy. Wink, wink. Right? Yeah. It's just changed my energy in such a deep way using these tools. And so today we covered my three favorite approaches to using humor to initiate or illuminate conflict. Number one being archetypal energies. Number two being theatrics, performance theatrics. And number three being on-the-spot humor. So now that you have these powerful tools, right, you have some great information here. And I like to say that, look, information without implementation, my friends, is just entertainment, baby. So if you actually want to implement this stuff in your life, I will challenge you. Is then okay, the next step, the next step is to work on your expression. Right? If you are not already using humor in this way, if you feel you have more to go, more range that has yet to be untapped in your levels of expression and how you show up in the relationship, right? That's going to be something to focus on. And that requires also connecting to both your masculine and feminine energy so you can fully unleash the full range of expression that you have within. And so I want to make a little offer because it feels good and it feels exciting. For those of you that feel that you have a lot of expression that is yet to be tapped, who are feeling challenged in the relationship and know that there are ways that you can make it feel much more exciting, much more alive, much more connected, uh, through expression, through communication, through the intimacy and the relating. I will offer you a spot this week for a free relationship assessment. It's 60 minutes. And that means that you have to DM me literally this week, which means from the 14th to the 18th. And DM me assessment on social media, on Facebook or on Instagram. And what we do in these assessments is we dive into your relationship specifically, into the dynamics, into what's going on. I ask you a bunch of questions, and then we discuss where what the gaps are, what are the areas that you can improve on from a communication standpoint, from an expression standpoint, from how you're showing up. So if this is something that interests you, drop me a line on social this week. And I'd be happy to send you the info so you can apply for one of those spots. Thank you. Thank you, beautiful people, for tuning into this week's episode of Divine Union Podcast with your hostess, Nicola Navone. If you found this episode interesting and insightful, I would love to hear your feedback by way of the reviews. It lights me up so much, and this is how we continue to spread this message, this mission of bringing more joy and more intimacy and more connection and more passion to the relating to the world, because that makes life so much more 
enjoyable, that makes us feel so much more alive and so much more connected to ourselves, to each other, to the cosmos, and all that is. Divine union, baby. Thank you, thank you. I look forward to seeing you next week. And until then, may all your unions be divine.